talk crap about the defense like we ain't the third best defense in the league. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. 25th in the league, and we don't want to get disrespected. Congratulations. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. Hey. 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 Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy. Session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions yeah. They got a band to kick we need that correction yeah. Talking mouth, yeah. we flexing yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record yeah. Fantasy, yeah. it's session 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 yeah. Fantasy, yeah. it's what it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is October the 14th, and me and Los are back in town because clearly everybody else forgot they do a podcast. But um, <laughs> but um, as always, if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast at, make sure you give us a like, subscribe, give us a review, give us some five stars. If you get four stars, you might be, you are a hater. It's not even a might at this point. Um, yeah, what's up with your boy? How you, how you did, how you fared this week? I did pretty good, man. Uh, two leagues, I was really like, you know, I needed a win real bad, bro. I was like, uh, um, what was I, two and two? So, needed to get that win to go over 500. And I pulled it on in both leagues. So, I'm happy, man. Yeah. Clearly, I would like we mentioned before, man, if Devon, what was his name? Devontae Adams or Julio Jones ever decide they want to play at the same time, that would be great, you know, for a lot of my- Yeah, bro. It's been a lot of injuries, bro. A lot That's of injuries. Injuries are killing you know? me. But like you said, uh-huh. it's not over until you lose seven games. Seven games. I'm like, I, I think uh the game in the tournament yet. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh my god, bro. I, I was gonna win last, like I was like winning going into yesterday's game, I think, and then I still lost. But I, yeah. I still just think if you would have had my just imagine if you would have had Michael Thomas if he wasn't out here punching teammates and shit. You probably would have fucking won Amazing. the shit. <laughs> Amazing. It's just like this is great year. Great year for fantasy. <laughs> like it, it can't it, like my team, it can't get worse. Like I said, what do you mean he's not playing because he's <laughs> bro? What are you talking about? Exactly. Cause he was already a questionable going into the week, bro. So it's like, all right, yeah, he, he's hurt still. But then you get the report later on, and it's like, no, he's not not for injury, for disciplinary. Like and what? <laughs> wanna buy now? So that's what, five weeks now without him. Yeah, bro. That's uh, that's. Bad, feel like hopefully, Travis Fogum is something because that's what. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. But anyway, Forced man. Force me to chase points and shit out here. Oh my god, I hate it. Damn. It makes me feel like I didn't do a good job drafting. <laughs> but anyway, Damn, fuck you, Michael Thomas. Yeah, fuck you, Michael Thomas, and fuck the Saints. Um, but yeah, damn, I guess we can't go fuck you right into the, uh, falling black. <laughs> Just play Michael Thomas. I'm going to need you really bad when you come back, bro. So hey, I, hope you, I hope you don't listen. I hope you're not a fan. Hey, black lives <laughs> matter, Michael Thomas. Are <laughs> <laughs> you stupid? Hey, bro, let's stop. I gotta stop laughing so I can be serious for the moment. Of All right. <laughs> Are you stupid, bro? Let's give a special shout out to Brianna Taylor and all the uh, fallen black kings and queens out there. Let's give our uh, eight second moment of silence out to them. But yeah, Michael Thomas, if you are listening to this, black lives do matter. So, you know what I'm saying? A special shout out to you too. Yes, sir. 
that's about it. But um, on to the episode, man. Oh, oh, special shout out to our um the sponsorship from um Thrive Fantasy, a daily sporting uh sport app for player prop bets. They have eliminated countless hours of research because all you have to worry about is top tier players. Not only do they do football, of course, they do basketball. Well, not basketball because that's over. Baseball, go Braves, golf. I don't know what the season looks like in golf uh, and esports. I'm about to go play some Warzone after this. Um, use promo code FIS50. That's FIS50 to sign up today. You will receive an instant $20 bonus for your first deposit of $20 or more. Download Thrive Fantasy app or visit thrivefantasy.com and sign up today. Hashtag prop up. Yes, sir. Bang, bang. I'm a dis- I did horrible on my prop bets last week, bro. Mm. I'm I'm so bad at like betting and stuff like that, but I'm gonna try it this week. This I'm gonna try. Yeah. See what? See a, a good thing to do, bro. Especially we got this PFF shit. Is you go to a site with projections, bro, mm-hmm. and you just you compare it to what the lines they have, bro. You just find the edges that you can have, bro. Like so, if, like I'll keep bringing up James Robinson. Like, you know he's using the passing game. If they have the line set, his receiving line at fourteen point five, and this projections have him at fucking. 20 or 21, bro. Like, that's an easy, you know, easy over yards? on that. Yeah. One of his lines was literally 14 and a half receiving yards. How much is like, but how much money can I win off of this stuff like that? It depends how much. If you just do one prop bet straight up, you're probably just going to be able to like double up, double up your money. So you'll have to put like hefty bets to really win money like that or do a lot of bets to really hit. Or you could do the parlays, which I was saying, which, you know, it's like great odds, like, or the odds, they pay out a lot if you hit them, but it's hard to hit them because. It's hard to predict everything, you know. Even if it's only like three leg parlay, bro, it's hard to predict everything. All right. I think the prop bet is more sound like my way because I like my <clears throat> I like my money a little bit more guaranteed. Yeah. Um, on to some of the news and notes since the last time that we potted. Dalvin Cook, he is uh he's still doubtful. He didn't practice. Do you think he's going? How do you feel about Dalvin Cook going into Sunday? I know you. Um, I same. I same. I felt Tuesday, man. I just I don't believe that they will risk playing him, especially knowing that they have a bye week next week. So that bye week, yeah. He essentially he'll essentially get two weeks off if they rest him this week, and mm-hmm. then you add the fact that they have a legit backup behind him and Alexander Madison, bro. I just I think it's, I will put the percentage chance of like ten percent he plays, bro. Like yeah. I just don't see him playing. I still see a lot of Mike Boone out there on the waiver wires after the um. Well, after the waivers have ran, I don't know why, especially if Dalvin Cook is not going to play. I mean, you probably are depending on Dalvin Cook if you have him on your team as an owner. So you probably I mean, I would put Mike Boone in there just to get if I didn't have any running back and I just needed running back right now. I think he could finish as an RB3 this week. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. bro. bro. Just, RB3? Because I, I think my Alexander Madison is going to take. Everything, bro. I'm like gonna touchdown. I'm going to touchdown work because in the goal line. um that on against the Seattle, he did that. He was he got in there on the goal. Yeah, yeah. That was probably just in the flow of the game. Like Alexander Madison got ninety five percent of that drive, and then he needed a break. Break, and he they were just at that spot, bro. But I, don't, I don't see them giving him this whole Dalvin Cook workload. Why got, not, bro? <laughs> last year when they did, he got hurt. He got hurt though. I mean, that don't mean he's not gonna get yeah. it. They, yeah. If he's healthy now, I think he'll get it, bro. Because he was getting targets. He was getting all the pretty much all the carries. I think it'll be like at least thirty split though. I think I think he can get thirty percent of the touches out there. I think he'll get thirty percent. I don't think so, bro. <laughs> I gotta disagree with you, bro. I think 
Mike Boone gets 30% of the snaps this week. Remember, yeah, I was, he, on the next episode, what's that Monday episode? We'll come back and try. Yeah. But okay. normally when I say some shit, it don't happen. I don't I got that. <laughs> but um on to another running back. Le'Veon Bell has been cut by dun, dun, dun. New York J- 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 Jets. Where does he, where do you think he go? Many people around the league believe the Chiefs have interest in it. And the bell um also have been linked to the Bears. Dolphins. I mean, Bell has also been linked to uh-huh. my to the Miami Dolphins. Miami would make a lot of sense, but not really though, because they're okay. rebuilding, bro. So I don't think I don't think he's if he signs for the minimum, maybe yeah. But um, because you got to think he's still getting that six mil from yep. um the Jets, so the money's not going to be an issue with. Him. I think he just wants, to, but I do think he wants to go to a contender. So somebody like the Chiefs, which would. Fucking suck. <laughs> uh, please God, no. Please God, no. Bruh, it was just the same way when Fournette was a free agent, bro. Like, all the fantasy owners were sitting there watching their phones and shit. Like, bro, <laughs> I'm just waiting for this alert, bro. Like, please do not come to my team and fuck up the backfield, bro. That's all. Just, just go to where you're not going to fuck up the backfield. A, a whole, uh, another shitty backfield, and it's still shitty, so it's all good. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, just please choose. Like, Denver would be a good, good spot for them, but they're not contending, yeah, so... Contending. It's Patriots. That would be a good one. Chargers about yeah. The Chargers actually makes a lot of good sense. But like even them, they're not competing. Either. They're one and four. Like so, the Chargers one and four. Yeah, yeah. They look like they look way better. And, and shout out to the fucking kicker for messing up my prediction. I, I had them to win, right? And they were literally in prime position to win, bro. And he missed the field goal. But whatever. Yeah, nice looking one and four. Um, Devontae yeah. Adams is playing on. Well, he practiced so. Hopefully he plays on Sunday. Hopefully he doesn't punch nobody over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Keenan Allen will be fine after the back spasms. Thanks a lot, Keenan Allen. I needed you. You went out in the first quarter. <laughs> Dante Johnson uh, with a back and Juju did not practice this week. Uh, I'm not this week, but what's today? Wednesday? So today they didn't practice today. Cam Newton is expected back to practice tomorrow on Thursday after um, you know COVID-19. So I expect him to be back out, out on the field bar any you know, wild stuff going on on Sunday. Nick Bangio is undecided on Melvin Gordon, man. He will, um, if, if he's going to play, um, of course we all know he ran into a little trouble with the off with the law over the weekend, you know, no need to get into that man's business, but hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Well, not shout out to him because that's not cool what he did, but like, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was stupid, bro. Like, bro, you get an Uber, bro. (laughs) What are you doing? I don't don't know. I don't know. But I can't, I can't like be too mad because I'm not like, you know, I I don't do it. I try not no more. But you know, everybody been down that road. Hey, shout yeah, out! We to said we used to have a DDD, a designated drunk driver. <laughs> That's so bad. It's so bad, bro. Please do not do that. Do not drink and drive. But I'm, all, I'm a lot older now, and I just realized being, that that was not smart. So yeah, just being transparent here. <laughs> but, hey, bro, that boy Boone, you did used to whip that shit. I can't, <laughs> I can't sit out here and talk shit about Melvin Gordon when I used to let Boone drive the drive the Ford Explorer. Boy, he used to be so fine with it. I was like, damn, bro, how are you doing this? It's so bad, though. This is so bad. We no, do not. Yeah, so bad, not condoning. Don't do not drink Lower, it please do not uh, <laughs> go back and look at this episode and you know cut. Well, this y'all do it. Fantasy is let's do it. <laughs> um, Drew Locke, speaking of uh Denver, is practicing and he is trending in the right direction to play Sunday. Um, gunshots with Drew Locke still. I mean, we only saw one game against a, a pretty tough Tennessee team that we see now, so I'm not ready to, to cast judgment on Drew Locke, you know, yet. So let, well, that's no. true. Shout out to Drew Locke. Um, Jets relief. 
Oh, that don't really matter. Sam Donald is not expected to play once again. Joe Flacco is. Um, let me see. I don't think I got any other news. DJ Sharp. Hey, my my brother. I'm playing my brother this week in our home league, our home redraft league, and he just dropped Joe Flacco for Sam Darnold. And I'm really thinking about just going in and trying to. <laughs> he would be so mad. He would be so mad. <laughs> he would be so mad. I might do it. Let's do it. What is his record? Uh, the same as mine, three and two. Oh yeah, yeah. With- <laughs> <laughs> it's competition, baby. Uh, DJ Shark also opened the week missing practice, so that's just another thing to keep your eye on. He like uh, he left the game last time. Um, I think that's all the news I got. We just recorded Monday, so it's not that much that we missed. Yeah, I think you hit on everything, man. All right, man. Let's get into the episode. You know, without further ado, while we here, um, week six, week six. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. The first game, <laughs> uh, Chicago Bears versus the Carolina Panthers. You got an over-under for that Yes, one? I do. Um, it is Chicago are three-point underdogs, and it's a 44.5 point over-under. So not a not a two, not a bad scoring game. Uh, Nick Foles is a top five matchup um, against the sorry Panthers defense. Despite how horrible Matt Ryan looked last uh, week, the Panthers are still a bad defense. And, and somehow Matt Ryan made them look like they were good. Um, Nick Foles is 72 for 113, 680 yards, has a 9.2 A dot and five touchdowns um, over the two weeks that he's been starting. So it's not bad. I think he's a streamable option with the bot with the, a lot of bye weeks going on this week. How you feel about Nick Foles? I don't like it, bro. I don't like it, man. Um, he has he's only put up like 11 points the last two weeks, I want to say, right? Oh man. So like, and then at the fact that they're not. They're 30th, so they, they've allowed the 30 most point, 30th most points to quarterbacks or the third fewest points to quarterbacks. So they've been sneaky, sneaky good oh, against quarterbacks, bro. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm looking in the right league because, you know, the league's going to be different. But go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. that No, that's just all. Yeah. So, like, it, I just think he doesn't really present a ceiling, bro. Um, yeah. So if, if you're just looking for a floor option, maybe in a super flex league, uh, maybe go with maybe you can go with him, but I don't think he really pre- presents no. a ceiling, bro. And there, it's a it's it's slightly low, forty four and a half this year. It's been a lot of fifty point over unders, fifty plus point over unders. So that you know, forty four is kind of low. So yeah, definitely. I I really wouldn't uh, advise him as a streaming option. Maybe not one QB leagues. Yeah. yeah, not one QB leagues. All right, you taught me down, uh, David. That's why we do this. That's why we do this. You know. David Montgomery, uh, now that Cohen hasn't played, um, he hasn't played less than 80% of the snaps, so he's getting that uh, workhorse running back uh, volume. Six-plus targets in each game since uh, uh, Tyreek Cohen is out, so he's getting all of Tyreek Cohen's targets that he's missing. Um, top seven in yards, the that top seven in yards given up on the ground. That is the Carolina Panthers with 667 yards this year. They just gave up a big day to Todd Gurley. I think um, David Montgomery is a lot below the top 15 play this week. Facts. Of course, you're going to start Allen Robinson. Darryl, Dar- Darnell Mooney, since week three, he hasn't seen less than five targets um, a game, including a non-target game against the Colts. He's facing Dante Jackson. Uh, who has given up a 71% catch rate, and he's running 1.19 yards route per run. Um, I think I got him as a flex play this week. Yeah, I like I like him. Man. He could really could have had a monster game last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember he, like, underthrew. He was, like, wide open on, like, a – I don't know what it was, like a post route maybe, but I just know he was wide open, bro. If, 
and he threw the ball like five years, five yards, like like behind him and diagonal away from him. It was just like literally nowhere near him. It was exactly. so crazy. Yeah, yeah I so. definitely like him over Anthony Miller. Yep, he's the number two now. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham is also becoming more involved in the offense now that Nick Foles has took over. He's got uh, two straight games with five targets, uh, 33 yards in each game and a touchdown last week. So, you know, that's pretty good tight end numbers. Um, Shaq, John- Shaq Thompson is giving up an 81% catch rate, um, and that is who will be charged with covering Jimmy Graham most of the today or Sunday, whenever they play, whatever. Um, so I, I like Jimmy Graham as a, as a, a streamer this week too. Yep. He's uh he's, he's really like a every week. I think he's starting to be like become an every week. He's like, another just target, set it and forget it. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, he's, he's become like a set it and forget it option, bro. On the other back end, back end tight end one though, you know, yeah, back end, I think like 13, 12, I'll be float, floating him between those. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, the Carolina Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Two Gloves. I got him as a sit. Of course, he had a nice game, big game against the Falcons. But, hey, at this point, who doesn't? Um, he'll be facing that Chicago Bears defense. And I just don't want a part of that. It's better options. Mike Davis is the number three running back since taking over in starts. 24 target, caught 22 of them for 132 yards and two touchdowns. He's aver- oh, not averaging, but he had 45 attempts in 219 yards and a touchdown uh, on the ground. He's a lot then loaded start. Uh, I think this is the last week to start. I think Christian McCaffrey will be back next week. Yeah. Is he not, is he not practicing? No, they, they, but he didn't practice today. They say he was going to practice, but he's still on a non-active list. He can, he can be activated off the IR, but he's still on the IR. So I don't know like what's the protocol on like how long you got to wait before, if he can play Sunday, like, but I would assume that they Mm -hmm. Take him off today if they if he was like trending toward playing on Sunday. So yeah, the way the way Mike Davis is playing is really, it's really no rush. Yeah, well, They're like, oh shit, we got we got CMC, bro. We're supposed to activate him on IR. Oh shit, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Because <laughs> uh, Robbie Anderson has um, arrived and DJ Moore is now the wide receiver too. Yeah, he is, bro. Like. DJ Moore produced last week, bro, but like it was off of a, like a little like a little ten yard. You know that he just outran everybody on, bro. Like it wasn't no like downfield uh, threat. But yeah, I think I think we just had. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. Definitely hard to like to actually do it, bro. Mm-hmm. Because and we I'm just have this looking at it. It's like yeah, it's Robbie, it's just go over DJ Moore. He he does, bro. Like yeah, it's yeah. they're using him I'm as the number it. one, bro. Because even though he like DJ Moore had a good game, but he had five targets, bro, compared to uh, Robbie Anderson's thirteen last week, bro. Mm-hmm. So. Gross. It is what it is, bro. He will be in my top fifteen, and DJ Moore probably will be like you know wide receiver he, too. Bro. Yeah, he's still a, he's still a wide receiver too, though. But you know, yeah. but I think readjust. wide receiver one goes to Robbie Anderson now. Yep. Uh, the uh, any anything else from that? I don't got nobody else from there. I think pretty much everybody. Uh, that is yeah, that's it. The next game on the chopping block, the Cincinnati Bengals are visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Joe Burrow. How you feel about Joe Burrow this day? Joe Burrow. I like him, man. Um, hold on. Let me go to my notes on him. He's been solid all year, um, not including last week against the Ravens. Thank you, that. The, yeah, and, but, and, you know, on paper, this is a, a tough game for him. He, the Colts are allowing the least amount of points to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I probably would be looking elsewhere in the if I'm playing a streaming game. Um, if you do, if you are forced to play him or in two QB leagues, I am fine with him, bro, because, um, they're eight point underdogs. So they are expecting them to be, you know, playing from behind a lot. 
But if I could just pause on that that line, bro, they're, they're eight-point underdogs. It's a 46-and-a-half point over under. I don't think Indianapolis is playing eight-point better, eight points play. better than them, bro. Like, if, just the betting, you know, side of me is just like, wait a second, bro. I'm, I'm seeing value here, bro, because, like, Indianapolis, they're okay, but it's like they, they – they don't play up to the level of competition or they don't play down to the level. Of co- it's like, they just, they just play like kind of just stagnant, bro. So mm-hmm. I think Cincinnati might, you know, if you're looking to bet, bro, that might be a, a nice line, bro. If you can get Cincinnati plus eight, but anyway, um, yeah. So two QB leagues, I'm fine. Uh, QB one leagues. I'm looking elsewhere. Um, Moral Matt Ryan. Uh, ooh, uh, Matt Ryan is playing. I'm not starting Matt Ryan. Who are they, who are they playing again? The Vikings. The Vikings, yeah, yeah, I did write that game. Uh, yeah, I probably go with Joe Burrow, bro, just because, like, I'm not gonna, I'm throwing last week out the window, bro. Like, they yeah. they beat his ass last week, bro. Besides that game, he's been looking great, bro, and he's still playing below his expected production, bro. Like, he's still 20 points um, below his expected production. So, um, the blow up game could be coming any week, and it could be this week. So, I would play him over Matt Ryan. Three trash games for Matt Ryan in a row. He has that, yeah, bro. This is supposed to be the the. Off year, you know, every you know, every year, every other year he goes in, bro. This is supposed to be the QB to go in one year, bro. Exactly, in. bro. Just let us down, man, Ryan, bro. It's like, down, like, bro. like, uh, well, we'll talk about him when we get down there. Um, but on the other side, I'm not playing Phillip Rivers, he is oh. not, shouldn't be anywhere in your, in your lineup, bro. He's just, he's bad, bro. He's, he's holding them back, I believe. But, um, anyway, um, uh, as far as the receivers go, um, Tyler Boyd. This is uh yeah, he's a start. He's a solid wide receiver too. He'll be up against Kenny Moore, who's graded out as a 59. T. Higgins, this is a tough matchup, man, for him and boy, really. But I'm um, still fine starting him as a wide receiver three for the, you know, the the game flow ex- expectation. Like they should have to pass a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going against Rocky Sin, who's graded off as a 57. Um, you know, but as a whole, Indianapolis is allowing a 30, 23rd most points. But I like both of their individual matchups. And we also talked about Higgins, what he was doing on our Monday show. Um, he's averaging seven and a half point, seven and a half targets since week two. So um wide receiver two for touchdowns is gonna be great. Exactly, bro. He's getting end zone targets too. So, you know, I believe those are coming also because he's just taking all of AJ Green's production. For sure. And AJ Green you is hurt this week. Exactly. He and even if he was healthy, he's a sit, man. You can't can't play AJ Green anymore. Um yeah. T.Y. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. Um, the good news last week was that he saw a season high in targets and yards with 10 and 10 targets and 69 yards. He mm. also gets a great matchup with LaShawn Sims, who's great as, as a 60, and he's allowing the six most yards per route cover this year. The bad news with him is that Phil Rivers looks absolutely washed, bro. So um, I'm still – I'll start him as a back-end wide receiver two, high-end wide receiver three this week just because of the matchup, bro, but – I still think his ceiling is kind of um, capped too with Phillip Rivers out there. I forgot all about Ty. I ain't gonna lie to you. Exactly. He look. I mean, they tried to give him get him involved last week, and he, you know, he did what he could. But I just don't think Phillip Rivers is 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 it no more, bro. Yep. Um, Mixon. Mixon's also a start with me for me. Like last week, this is a tough matchup. Um, the Colts are allowing the third fewest points to running backs. But his usage is what I believe will save him like it did last week. Um, he's already, you know, he was already dominating the RB running back carries. But throughout the first three weeks, he only averaged three targets a game. Um, and over the last two weeks, he's averaged seven targets a game. So he's right up, right around that 30 touch mark a game or 30 opportunity mm-hmm. a game. So, you know, as long as he's getting that, 
he'll be matchup proof. Um, let's see what else I got. Since I have Juice Sample, who that? Yeah, I'm gonna talk about him. Um, Juice Sample, he is he hasn't done anything since he got those nine targets against the Browns in week two, and the Colts are allowing the least amount of points to tight ends, so he's definitely a sit. Colts tight ends. Um, Burton is the only one I would consider. Uh, I'm not excited about it though, man, because all three are getting snaps. Uh, yeah. Trey Burton got the most, and then it was Jack Doyle, and then Mo Ali Cox. So definitely sitting Mo Ali Cox and uh, Jack Doyle. And if you needed a tight end from, you know, if you needed to start a tight end and you have Trey Burton, um, he will be, you know, used the most, I would say, but I'm just not excited about it. No. Rest in peace, Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, bro. Rest in peace, Gigantor. <laughs> On to the next game. We got the uh, Detroit Lions. <clears throat> Detroit Lions facing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval. Matthew Stafford. Three and a half. Okay. Hold on. Let me say the line. Uh, so we got Detroit is three and a half point underdogs with a – no, no, the three and a half point favorites. Oh. Three and a half point favorites with a 54 and a half point over under. So high scoring game. Yes, 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 yes. Matthew Stafford, um, I got him as a start against this Jags defense. The Jags are bottom four in passing yards, giving up 1,401 yards. And they uh, Matthew Stafford is coming off of a bye. I got him as a locked and loaded start this week. Um, Lions running back, still gross. You know, another week, still gross. Um, if I was going to start somebody, of course, it will be AP, but I don't feel confident doing that. Um, Kenny, the smooth one, Galladay is back. He's averaging four targets. Um, since healthy, uh, top match, he has the top matchup, um, according to PFF, uh, against Chris Claybrooks. Um, so he should be in for a big game. Of course, he's a locked and loaded star. I think he's back in that top 10 range this week. Mel Marvin Gordon, only on the opposite side of that, Kenny, uh, Galladay, only- Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones. Oh, yeah, still be there. <laughs> All right, bro. We're right on cue. Right on cue. Marvin Jones, three targets, two targets, respectively. Since Kenny has been back, um, he's a sit for me, and he has a bad matchup against uh, Sidney Johnson, who's only given up a 20% catch rate uh, when targeted. TJ Hawkinson is the new wide receiver, too, out in Detroit. Uh, His targets haven't been affected since Kenny has been back, averaging averaging five targets a week. And like we said, five targets a week for a tight end is pretty good. Uh, Josh Jones with Will be his matchup. He's giving up a 92% catch rate. So I think we can lock and load uh, TJ Hawkinson in as a middle grade uh, tight end this week, especially uh, with that tight end landscape looking as iffy as it is. How do you feel about um, that side of the ball? You agree? Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said, bro. Everything you said. Uh, just a couple things uh, just to add on. Um, Matthew Stafford, definitely agree with that, man. Like, remember, we talked about his ADOT. Um, before you know, with and without Kenny Galladay, and is right on par with this year. It's up above uh 10 in both games with Kenny Galladay, and it was below 10 uh, when he didn't have him. So, love uh Matthew Stafford this week, and yeah, I agree with everything else you said. I don't got nothing else to add on that. Um, as far as um Garner Minshew goes, I think you could start him, especially with that high over under that um. They are spending because it's not Garner Minshew that looks bad. Like when you look at the Jaguars, it's not Garner Minshew. Like they can't stop a nosebleed. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely not him, bro. Yeah, it's not Garner Minshew, especially if well, if DJ Shark doesn't play, like I mentioned before, he has been um he didn't practice to open the week, and we have seen games where Garner Minshew doesn't have DJ Shark. So that is that that does make me a little apprehensive about starting DJ uh Gardner Minshew, but that high over under. How do you feel about Gardner Minshew or Joe Burrow? 
Oh, um, wow. I think I got to go Gardner Minshew, bro. How's it looking with DJ Shark? Because I, I agree with you, what you said, but like, about him, like DJ Shark in and out of the lineup, bro. So, like, if he doesn't play, I would probably go Joe Burrow. But if DJ Shark plays, I would go with uh, Gardner Minshew. Yep, that's how I feel. Uh, James Robinson, of course, he had the bad week last week, but you know, it was a, it was a great matchup. I actually had him as a top 10 play, so thanks a lot, James Robinson. But you know, everybody, hey, just real, just real quick, bro. Like, I did call it a little bit of a regression, though, you know what I mean? But it was only the only thing that regressed was the touchdowns, bro. He's That's still it. getting the volume, he's still getting the snaps. Um, so the touchdowns are comeback, bro. He, you know, you still got to stay the course of him. Yeah, I like it. Um, he has a bad matchup this week, though. Um, so I'm not expecting, but like you said, the volume should keep him there. He's definitely in the RB two range this week instead of the RB one range. Uh, Detroit is top four in rush defense, is only giving up 407 yards, but they are averaging 100 yards per game. They only played four. They had a bye week, so that's a good. That's a good. You know, I that's don't a know. good matchup. That's a good matchup, bro. <laughs> bro, 100 yards a game. Yeah, yeah, I guess they're so. they're giving up the first point, first amount of like the the most points to running backs too, bro. Uh, fantasy points, yeah, yeah. James Robinson is a lot of RB one for me again. You got him as an RB one, yeah. He, yeah, he's RB one for me, bro. Okay, we'll see, we'll see. And you know, I was the last one to come around James Robinson. I ain't, yeah. But he, he's 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 RB one. It's not a lot of teams that's giving up on hundred yards. Like, I mean, I guess so. That's like really uh, like beginning of the middle of the pack. Yeah. That's, Whatever. But um yeah, so <laughs> James Robinson, go ahead and like put him in there. DJ Shark like and loaded. DJ Shark, of course, if he plays, he's like and loaded. Uh Leviscus Chenault. I like him if DJ Shark does not play, even though he's questionable. He's been seeing um consistent volume. He had eight targets last week, six targets the week before that, and six targets the week before that. So I think he's itching his role in to that offense. And when he's targeted, he doesn't drop the ball. He's only um missed one catch last week and one catch the week before that, one catch the week before that. So three catches in, in three weeks that he's missed. He just hasn't scored a touchdown. So that's probably the reason why he hasn't popped out to you, like as far as waiver wires go. But I think we should – I would like to see his um, league availability. But I think we should see like a, a big waiver week from uh, LaVisca Chanel, especially if DJ Sharp doesn't play this week. So if he is on your waivers right now going into Sunday, I would suggest you go pick him up if you're looking for a wide receiver to um, plug in. Completely agree with that, man. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say he's going to have a Chase Claypool game. Yeah. I don't think anybody will ever have that, but he, I believe he will have a breakout game soon. It's so coming. You don't, you want to have him before that happens, bro. So you don't have to spend your fat money on Exactly. Well, he didn't practice today, but it's only, it's still early in the week. So on the next episode, I have more for you guys. Uh, as far as like his health status, but I definitely like him this week. Uh, Kenan Cole, not as, I mean, the high over under is tempting for him to be a flex play, but uh, the volume is not as, I mean, the volume is there. He's getting six targets a game. Yeah. He, he, he's more of like a wide receiver four. even yeah. without shark. I feel like he's a wide receiver four now, bro. Cause I mean, he'll have those games, but you, you know, you never know when it's going to come, bro. He had a great matchup um, when DJ shark didn't play and yeah. he still really didn't produce like that. So and he had six targets last week. He only caught two of them. The touchdown was cool, but like that's still like six targets. You gotta make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I already talked about TJ Hawkinson. Oh, we Tyler Eifert. I when Is I was still hurt. Uh he, got, he played last week. I think he oh, left the game with a concussion. Oh, he did? I didn't I didn't see that. He's questionable. Yeah. He, he didn't practice on Wednesday or today, so 
Well, well, he did. Yeah, he stuff suffered a stinger on Sunday. So I don't want any Jacksonville tight end. I did like Tyler Eifert. I was going back and forth with him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I got from that game because that's it. I, I was going to talk about Tyler Eifert, but since he's hurt, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, on I to, like it. I like it. If he well, the stinger. Well, I don't know. No, no. I mean, I I, I like everything. Oh, like your yeah. breakdown of it. I was going to place Tyler Eifert though. That was that was going to be one of my plays. But anyway, the sorry ass Falcons um, are playing the Minnesota Vikings. How do you feel? Well, we already talked about Matt Ryan. You want you guys want to elaborate on Matt Ryan? Fuck that. Uh, yeah, uh, and they are three and a half point underdogs, uh, Atlanta, and it's a fifty-four and a half point over/under. Mm. So, um, project a high-scoring game, but you know, if we look like shit again, then you might. You, if you think we're gonna look like shit again, you might want to bet that under. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um, am. I'm sitting him, bro. Um, it hurts to say it, bro, but he's in the streaming category this year, bro. Um, I mean, he he should be a solid start. Um, because Minnesota's allowing the 12 most points to quarterbacks. But the problem is he's just been absolutely horrible. He's only scored 19 points combined the last two weeks, bro. Yeah. So um, if Julio plays, I will probably – I might lean towards, you know, you know, viewing yeah. him as a streaming option, you know what I mean? But if he doesn't play, I don't think I want to start Matt Ryan. Nope, not until Julio's back. Yeah. Um, um, so who else is on – uh, Kirk Cousins, he is a start for me. Yep. Anybody he, uh, anybody playing the Falcons, we're allowing the most points to quarterbacks. 30 points a game to quarterbacks, bro. That is – that's insane, bro. It don't matter who you're starting, bro. If Joe Flacco was playing against the Falcons, he would be a start for me, bro. So, um, definitely um, is a locked and loaded QB1 this, this week. Um, on to the receiver side, of course, you're playing Julio. If he plays, um, you're playing Calvin Ridley, of course. Olamide Zacchaeus, if Julio sits again – I mean, he you could be you could look at him as a wide receiver for flex type play. He mm-hmm. did disappoint last week, but he was on the field for 97% of the snaps. He just didn't get the volume come his way. Yep. Um, but he does get a, a good matchup. And then it just went all to Calvin Ridley. Exactly. Which I'm not mad at, but you know, um, as long as he's out there, he should see some he should he is, I don't think that'll happen again if he's out there for 97% of the snaps. Mm-hmm. So um, but I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna get crazy with it and you know, put him in wide receiver three range. Um, he's going against Cameron Dantzler, who is graded out as a 51, and Minnesota is allowing the fourth most points to wide receivers. So this is, I mean, this is a good week to play somebody like him. I like it. On the other side, of course, you're playing Adam Thielen, who is, he's straight up balling out this year, bro. That dude, is he the wide receiver one? He's like the wide receiver one or two through five weeks. Who? Crazy. Uh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen is the wide receiver uh, one through five weeks? I, I, I believe so. He's either one or two. Think. I think he's one in PPR. I think he's one in PPR. He yeah. might be like two in a uh, half point. I got you. Um, but on uh, Justin Jefferson, he also disappointed last week, but he gets Isaiah Oliver this week. Yeah. <laughs> and we're Falcons fans, so we know that this is a great matchup for him to get back right this week. Um, So he should give you a, a nice line, bro, and give you a solid wide receiver two numbers at a minimum, bro. And we um, talk about Robert Alford, bro. Like, yeah, bro. It's like we, bro. It's I'm, bro. I'm just so happy we finally got these people out of town, bro. Meaning Dimitrov, bro, and and uh, and whatever our head, Dan Quinn, bum ass. Because, bro, like we literally were spending high capital on these cornerbacks, bro, and they all were bust, bro. Let all of them. You were right. Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is the number two wide receiver in fantasy right now. Jesus, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy. He's he's scoring a lot of touchdowns though. But, I mean, he's getting receiver. a lot of volume. That's what it is. Yeah, and he's he's. Le- yeah, so he's getting the volume too, though. So it ain't just touchdowns with him. 
He is yeah. number eight in targets. Crazy, bro. We all we all predicted this, like not maybe not this high, but we knew he was gonna be a target monster, bro. But top two. Yeah, he's a he's a beast. Uh Gurley, um, it was great to see him evolved in the passing game last week. He got five targets. Um, and actually did some with him. So if he continues to see that type of target share or just being used in a passing game, he'll be a solid top 15 play. Mm-hmm. Um, so but yeah, that's where I'm viewing maybe top 20 until I see it consistently, but he's he's gonna be around that 20, 21 range. Um, middle of the road matchup, Minnesota's allowing the 16th most, so they can be beat on the ground. Um, let me see what else Hayden Hurst, bro. Um, he is a sit for me. Hasn't lived up to expectations, man. He's, uh, ranked, he's ranked as a number 15 tight end through five weeks. And he also has a tough matchup. Uh, Minnesota is allowing seven points a game to tight ends. So he's a sit for me, man. It's really crazy because you would think, especially with all these games with Julio not playing, that he would, you know, see a lot of benefit from it. Because I feel like if that was – well, it is his first year in the offense and Austin Hooper, like we mentioned in the offseason, he didn't look good till like, year three. So, hopefully mm-hmm. – I don't know if it's going to take that long. Uh, I don't know. It's, that may be it, bro. It's, it's, maybe it's that or maybe it's just Hayden Hurst might not just be that good, man. Like, but he be making flashy plays, though. When he yeah, does, he does. Flashes, though. It's like – it's there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know until that shit happens. He's a sit. Yeah, he's a sit. He's a sit. I don't care about the Falcons. (laughs) (laughs) Sit him all. I don't care about them. Fuck if I care (laughs) for that. Fuck the Falcons. But go ahead. Uh, That's all I got. That was the next game. So what's the next game? Where we at? Um, This is Denver and New England. Last game. I think we got. We're doing seven, right? One more. We got one more at the. No, we got. Yeah, one, we ended on Baltimore. We've been we ended on Baltimore. Yeah, so we on Denver right now. So Denver is facing the New England Patriots. Uh, let me scroll down on my notes. Drew Locke, um, like I mentioned before, he is expected to play this week, but um, I got him as a sit, especially against that New England defense. There's no reason to rush him back out there. I do believe we'll be able to get some gunshots for him late. Um, later on, it's weird on sleeper they have him playing New England twice. I was like, that's crazy. But anyway. <laughs> Philip Philip Lindsay is a start, um, especially if um, Melvin Gordon is out with the DUI. Oh, I said I was gonna say his business, then that, then I said it. <laughs> Oops. Uh, New England has only given up 461 yards on the ground, though, so that is something to, um, to be noted. He's, but I think Philip Lindsay is a solid RB two, especially if Melvin Gordon is out. So. Hopefully we got news on Melvin Gordon's status going into the um, next episode. Denver wide receivers, I got them as all bad matchups, and Drew Locke is the quarterback right now, uh, so I don't, I wouldn't force it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, even though you know Tim Patrick was a big uh, waiver wire play, um, uh, uh, waiver wire pickup this uh, last week, but it's, it's no it's no point of forcing it out there. It's just no wide receiver. It's no matchup, even like close enough to be like, man, maybe this one. Um, even though. Yeah, Coming off of that injury, he has a bad matchup too. So I would say him too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was just gonna say Judy, like he was a we we had suggested him against the Jets when he when they played the Jets on Thursday night and he scored, but even that was like a lucky it seemed like he he had to do a lot to get that, you know, yeah, get yeah. that off, bro. So um yeah, I agree. Sit sit all their receivers. Um, and no offense too. Yeah, I would say him because he wouldn't even know if he's going to play. And if he does, he's not, I don't think he'll be 100%. Matchup against Adrian Phillips, one of the toughest matchups this week. So no point of risking it. Cam Newton, if he does come back this week, I got him as a start. Um, 
Patriots running backs, the Broncos are better against the run than the Patriots. And that's saying something. They've only gave it up 436 yards on the ground. Um, Damian Harris is the back for now. Uh, 17 carries last time they played, uh, but 100 yards. It's been a couple weeks since they played, so they're pretty fresh because they didn't play because of COVID last week. So they're coming off essentially a bye week. Um, the volume will be key. Um, like I said before, the, the Broncos just don't give up a lot of ground, a lot of yards on the ground. Um, if Cam doesn't come back, I got him as a locked and loaded start. But if Cam comes back, that takes away that touchdown ceiling for me. So he could be like in that RB3 range again. If he doesn't get yeah, it. I, that's how I, I think I would view him that way, just period. Mm-hmm. Because uh, like you said, Cam's gonna vulture some, you know, some some scores for him. Mm-hmm. And if they and, you know, if, if Hoyer or Sidham is out there, they're probably not gonna have a lot of goal line opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I just think he's out he's a flex either way. They need to get any of the passing yards. Exactly. You're going to James White. I like I still like James White every week, but you know you just know his role. I'm not expecting nothing besides like RB three, RB two numbers from James White. You know, if you uh-huh. have him on your team, you probably need him, especially in this um running back landscape. Excuse me. Julian oh. Edelman <laughs> matched up against a Sang Bassey, who was giving up an eighty-six percent a eighty-six a eighty-six percent catch rate. In the slot. Um, of course, you're going to start Julian Edelman. He is Cam's favorite target. I don't like any other wide receivers out there. Um, I think it's just been a while since we've seen the Patriots play, so I forgot if Nick, if I like Nikhil Harry or not. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Looking mm. at his numbers, it's like, I mean, he's he's getting, uh, I guess, okay targets. But yeah. I, I can't remember if I like you or not, but I don't like you. Uh, still, yeah, I'm still not excited. Like, he... He looked okay, and Denver is allowing the ninth most points to wide receivers. So, I mean, if you're in a pinch... Cause it is a lot of it's a lot of good teams on by this week. So yeah. I mean, if you're in a pinch, maybe mania. Just, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about and be no separate, no separate Nikhil like that. The story. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you want to just plug him out there. Um. The next game we got is the Washington Football Team at the New York Giants. Um. Who's gonna be the quarterback? Is it Kyle Allen or Alex Smith? Alex Smith. And shout out to Alex Smith before we even get started, bro. That shit is wild, bro. I like when you know I watched that that uh what was it Project Eleven documentary, mm-hmm. and when I was watching it, bro, and seeing everything he had to go through, you know, he kept saying like, you know, I'm just doing all this so I can, you know, come back. I'm I'm ready to come back, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that shit like, bro, chill out, bro. It's it's you not coming back, bro. Like, bro, if you saw his leg, bro, like, bro, it's you not coming back, bro. So this. To see him not only come back, but to take a sack from Aaron Donald, bro. Aaron Donald was literally on his back, and he, like, didn't go straight down, bro. Man. That dude's a warrior, bro. Hey, like, what, he what, is what, a warrior, what did Bobby bro. say, man? Due to modern technology, man, I can at least do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bro, for real, bro. Like, bro, like, this, he's comeback player of the year. But, yeah, so, um, but, you know, it, I'm going to leave it at that because I'm not starting him for fantasy, bro. I'm sure that. Um, and they are Washington is two and a half point um, un, underdogs, and it's a forty three point over under. So this is a ugly game. Yep. So he's a sit for me. Um, on the other side, Daniel Jones is also a sit. Um, he was in a prime spot, bro. He's playing Dallas. Dallas was like top three or bottom three in uh, against QBs, and he only gave you eight points, bro. He's still fumbling the ball, still turning the ball over. Weird. Yeah, you know, this week uh, Washington is allowing the six most points to quarterbacks, but I still am not starting him outside of superflex leagues um, because you just you can't trust that, bro. If you if you're giving me eight points against a sorry ass defense, bro, like I, I just can't do it. Can't do it. Um, Don't do it. 
can't do it, won't do it. Um, on to the receivers. Um, Darius Slayton, I'm fine with starting him. The matchup isn't great. Uh, Washington's surprising, allowing the fourth fewest points to wide receivers. So I didn't expect that. I guess everybody's just running on him. Um, but I'm still viewing him as a solid wide receiver three because he's really the only dependable pass catcher out there. Um, Terry McLaurin, of course, you're starting him. That's all I'm looking at from the pass catcher um, side of Washington. Running backs, uh, Devontae Freeman, it's a uh, middle-of-the-row matchup against Washington. Um, they're allowing the 17th most points to running back. But I'm viewing him as a middling RB2, back-end RB2, based on his volume. He had 20 opportunities last week and um, produced with them. He uh, had 87 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. New York Giants are also home faves, and, you know, back even – Dating back to last year, I you know I love home favorites for running back, so he's in a good spot to produce this week. Gibson, Tonio Gibson, he also di- um, he disappointed you last week, and McKissick is still on the field as much as him, so they're still using McKissick when they're trailing. Um, but this game, McKissick as a wide receiver on sleeper, yeah, that's true. So I mean, McKissick's not really doing anything; like he he doesn't have a ceiling at all, game. pretty much. He's getting targets. He just doesn't have a ceiling. It feels like, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't advise starting McKissick. Um, but Gibson, like I said, he still saw sixteen opportunities, and the game should be way closer this week. So you don't have to worry about them trailing big like they did last week. So I'm viewing him as a solid RB two this week. I like, I and like. Do I have anything else? Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram. Um, tight ends. I'm sitting Logan Thomas. He's not been it, bro. Like he's he, he was getting volume, but you know I'm, I'm sitting him. Evan Ingram. I think he might be in that same category, bro. He's uh, six among tight ends and targets, but he hasn't scored double-digit half, half PPR points, bro. Like, he just ha- he hasn't done it at all this year. Last week, he had a touchdown. He still didn't score over 10 half PPR points. So, hey, that's Evan Ingram. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wow. I think I might have to go Ingram, bro. Like you just held my feet to the fire there, bro. Um, oh, just because he like the volume, I, I'll, I'll, I, no, maybe he falls in and gets another touchdown for me, bro. Mm-hmm. So I will go with him just off of that. But PFF has him as the fourth lowest graded tight end, and he's run the seventh fewest yards per route run. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I might, I'm, man, I might just can I just start nobody at my tight end spot? About that. The tight end that's on the waiver, like on waivers right now, that um. Jimmy Graham or Evan? Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Well, he's probably not on the waivers no more. Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron. Jacob Hollister. Well, he's not playing this week. Yeah. Oof. Like Jarwin. I mean, <laughs> you mean Dalton Schultz? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah play, play Jarwin, Andrew. Um, I will go. Dalton Knox is probably on your waiver wire, too. Yeah. Maybe they're going against the Chiefs. Yeah. I would just go follow the volume in those situations. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard, bro. It's hard, man. But yeah, until he stops being Evan Ingram on their team, yeah, they're looking at their waiver wire like, bro, what can I do to replace Evan Ingram? Because he is, yeah. Tra- well, let, yo, let me let me just clarify that then. So, like, Evan Ingram, if you have like, so that's why we said those names, like, you know, um, Jimmy Graham in that territory. Yeah, I would start him, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to like get somebody that you know just not producing at all either, bro. Like. It got to be somebody that's in a prime spot, you know, to produce yeah. if I want to put him over Ingram because he is getting the targets, right? He's six among tight ends and targets. So until that stops happening, like I, I'm going to play him over those like no names, bro. But, you know, you just got to temper expectations with them. Yeah. 
And that is all I have. That is, uh, let's see what that's it in that game. I think now this is the last game. The yep. Baltimore Ravens are facing the um, Philadelphia Eagles. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but Lamar Jackson is only ranked number 11th uh, as a fantasy quarterback. We talked about it in the last episode, so I don't want to keep beating that dead horse. But, you know, if you joined the session, you know, you know, crazy. You- uh, every but he's still an every week start. Um, the touchdown clip has decreased, like we said it would. Um, it's just no way he could keep that touchdown rate up. The Eagles are allowing <clears throat> are the uh, are allowing the twentieth most passing yards. Um, so he could see a big day in the um in the air. We haven't seen the Eagles face a running quarterback, so we don't really know how this is going to look. But it's still Lamar Jackson. Um, I just think he that top. I mean that top one. Ceiling is always there just because of his feet. And so he could always end the week as a top one quarterback, but uh, it just hasn't happened this year yet. Yeah. He's not going to be the QB one this year. I know that. No, that's for sure. Uh, Evan, uh, Mark Ingram is not getting the touchdown deodorant uh, that he's needed when only averaging 35% of the snaps um, at in the backfield. Uh, Gus Edward even outsnapped him last week. Um, the running backs only got four tu- the running backs only got four touches in the red zone. That's Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, and J.K. Dobbins all year. Um, two carries inside of the five. So I don't know what's going on down there. It's like they're throwing in the red zone. Mark Andrews, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Like they're not even trying to run it anymore. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of so gross. All Ravens running backs right now. They went from being like the top running team in the league to to. Mar Jackson is trying to throw the ball. I don't know. It's so gross, bro. Like, it's no kind of with me, bro. I'm not starting any of those running backs. If, I've been giving you know, unless I absolutely have to. I've been giving Mark Ingram a pass these last couple of weeks, but I think like his pass has his his hallway pass has been inspired now. You gotta go to the principal office. Yeah, bro. Like it, like if you if you're not getting goal line touches and you're already splitting with two other running backs, bro, you have no value, bro. Like it's it's yep. you're nothing. You no offense. <laughs> you're nothing to me. <laughs> Fuck you, get out of my life. <laughs> I trusted you. I hate you, Matt Ryan. <laughs> Mark Ingram. Hollywood Brown. He's top 15 in yards, ran per route, uh, 2.26. He has an okay matchup against Darius Slay, who's giving up a 67% catch rate. He's still Darius Slay. He's not like in his prime, but he's still pretty good. Um, like all season, it's just really volume dependent. Three straight, three straight weeks with six targets, and then the last two weeks, eight and ten targets respectively. Um, what's the over under for this game? It is forty seven and a half, and Baltimore is nine point favorites. So it's not really expected to be a shootout. So I got him as a wide receiver three. It's, we're always with that wide receiver one upside. Um, so you can feel, I mean, you can feel safe plugging him in there. Yeah, I think I would go a little high if he's getting ten and eight. Like you know. If he's getting that six, if he gets six targets, he'll probably be a wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he's getting ten targets or between eight and ten targets, I would put him in a wide receiver two range. Just me personally, maybe low end wide receiver two though. Yeah, yeah, low 25, end 24-25. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Andrews, of course, um, after um, back on the rise after those two bad after that two bad game scratch he had the horrible game against Kansas City where he had all the drops um he will be matched up against Kavon Wallace who has given up a 67% catch rate when targeted um and he's given up 1.9 yards per routes while he's covering um the tight end 1.9 I don't know if I said two I feel like I said two but anyway um that's second in the NFL um 
he is leading all tight ends with, in red zone targets with 12 and yards per reception with 25, 25 yards per reception. Uh, so that's pretty beast. He's, yeah, locking over the start. Why was it? Always. I didn't want it. I just wanted to go on some stats about him for some. We're flex, but cool. Um, yeah. Carson Wentz on the other side of the ball. Ninth best matchup for QBs according to PFF, but Philly is leading the, the league with sack conversion rate. Uh, they're allowing 22% of the uh, sacks, 22% of the time they that Carson Wentz is dropping back. So he's getting his dick put in the dirt. Um the Baltimore Ravens are pressuring the quarterback 32% of the time. So that just makes for bad math for Carson Wentz, man. I kind of feel bad out there for the guy. Um, he's not losing you games, but he's not winning them either. He's definitely out of that QB one range. But if you're in two QB leads, you're, of course, you can feel okay starting him. But it's a bad matchup against the Baltimore Raven defense. I agree, man. They're allowing the ninth point, ninth fewest points to quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders, uh, Baltimore is only giving up 92 yards rushing per game. Um, that's a bad matchup, but he also had a bad matchup against uh, the Steelers last week, and we saw him go off. Um, so, like the saying goes, start your studs, man. Last, uh, so you just got that's a perfect example of why you do not sit your studs, bro. Perfect example right there, like because he had a set, he had a, he finished with 80 rush yards and had a 74 yard run. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you know, that was that they they shut him down. 95% of the time on the ground, but that's he's talented, bro. So he's a stud. You start him, bro, because he has a chance to do that every week. That's why he is a stud. Uh, we touched on Travis Fogum. Either no, nah, we did that off the air. We did that off the air. All right. So we touched. Oh, well, we didn't touch on him, but we touched on him earlier this week. Um, again, he had 10 catches, 152 yards, one touchdown in a bad matchup against the Steelers. They move him all around the field um, in different in, on the outside and in the slot. So he can be used in multiple positions. Uh, Marcus Peters is expected to guard him this week. It's an OK matchup. But I mean, like we said before last week, he was supposed to be like nothing. Um, yeah. Marcus Peters is giving up a 60% catch rate. Um, Carlos, well, since, well, you can say it after this. Uh, he's yeah, yeah. the team in targets, and I would, um, I think he's a flex play with upside. You probably paid money for him on the waiver wire, and it's, if he got bye weeks going on this week, I think he's a good plug-in. Yeah, I think he's a, a wide receiver three, just based on the volume he's, he's expected to see. But, you know, a lot of people, even myself, bro, like you see these names, bro, and he's just like, ew, like, but when you when I deep dived into this, and it is a small sample size, but I th- does think it need to be noted that he was the highest. He's the highest graded receiver this year. Um, he only played two games, so you have to take that for what it's worth. But highest graded receiver and highest yards per route run. So small sample size, but that just goes to show that he is talented, bro. He was on, you know. So if he's getting the opportunity, bro, that's that's what they need sometimes, bro. So. Um, but I'm not getting too crazy again. He's a wide receiver three, um, just based on the volume, bro. Yep. Zach Ertz, what the fuck? 11 targets, five catches, 15 yards, zero touchdowns in the last two weeks. Only one touchdown all year, 35 and a dot with 6.8. Uh, four red zone targets all year. Not a great matchup against Chuck Clark. He's given up a uh, he's given up an 80 cent. A 80% catch rate when targeted, but he's only been targeted 5% of, uh, on 5% of tight end routes. Uh, oh. So he's locked down over there uh, or they're not throwing his way or the Baltimore Ravens defense is just really great. So that number is skewed off. So don't let the 80% catch rate fool you. Um, this is the, I don't know, man. I got in my notes. This is my last week of giving Zach Ertz a chance just off his name. 
And like, yeah, he just don't. I mean, he, I think I, I'm starting him, but as like a shaky low end tight end one. But I feel like he's just like one of those touchdown or bus options. It seems like now, bro. I don't know what happened. Like, I, he's just getting old, maybe. <laughs> just, uh, like this is it's just so clear now. Like if you have a chance to get Dallas go there in your dynasty league, bro, please do that shit, bro. Just please, because he's going to be a stud, bro. Like Ertz is done, bro. He's waiting. He's waiting for him to come back. Like I it's got, like, I got happy on, um, on because I saw Dallas Gerter had points next to his name. I said, "Oh, yeah, man, coming back." Not <laughs> going back this week, so probably another another week of no Dallas Goddard. Um, but they could definitely use him out there. Uh, Facts. That is the last game. Unless you got anything else, I do not. I think we hit on everything, bro. It's usually how it goes. Pretty good, yes, sir. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Take notes, motherfuckers. Take that, the session. Take that. Take that. Ask your friends if they losing. Did you join the session? Uh, yeah. So without, I guess, further rambling, shout out Javar Antonio. Hopefully they'll be back soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We miss y'all, man. Come on. Peace. Maybe one day we'll all be on the episode together. Hell yeah, it has been a little minute, bro. Like, hey, like celebrities is... or something. Like, who do these guys think they are? Exactly. <laughs> do your fucking job. <laughs> when they feel like it. Hey, man, I'm here. <laughs> I'm about to go to Florida, guys. Sorry. <laughs> well, that was the wildest day anyway. But hey, man, without further ado, man, we out. Peace.